The Walk the Mile podcast is produced on Gadigal land. I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which Skeg Starlinghurst stands, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to Elders past and present. May our reconciliation be an ongoing process of love and compassion. Hello everyone, I'm Gary Lee Lindsay, school chaplain at Skeggs Darlinghurst, and you're listening to Walk the Mile, a podcast that opens up conversations that we need to have. Welcome to Walk the Mile. Welcome back to Walk the Mile if you've, if you've listened to this before. Uh, hope you've been enjoying the episode so far. Today I'm with our Head of Social Sciences, Zoe Thompson. How are you, Zoe? I'm very well, thanks, Gary. That's good. Now, this conversation came from last year. Zoe and I were travelling early one morning to... Where, where was that place? I can't remember what it's called. Year 11, was the Year 11 Retreat? It was the Year 11 Retreat, but I can't remember the place. I know it was on the way to Canberra, somewhere that way, past the um, Southern Highlands, that way. Very cold. And in our, in our conversations, I was asking questions, just trying to work out the difference between the different parts of social sciences, because I guess when I was at school, social science was pretty much geography and weather patterns and reading maps and all of that. So I was quite intrigued when you were telling me about the different things that you do here in social science. Can you tell me, what, well, what do you teach first and foremost? I have primarily been teaching economics at right. Skeggs. Um, in, across my teaching career, I've taught all of the social sciences, which include business studies, commerce and geography. Mm-hmm. Um, this year I have a year 12 economics class and a year 11 business studies class and a year 9 commerce class. Wow. Um, so I've, I haven't taught much geography recently, um, been mostly focused on business studies and economics. Why isn't there a subject called social science then? If they're all falling under this idea of social science or this umbrella of social science, why is it called, why are these things called social sciences? I suppose one of the things we sort of pride ourselves on in the department is getting students to think about the real world and the real current world. Mm-hmm. Obviously, history is really super, super important, mm-hmm. but we're more focused on what's happening now right. and getting students to understand and be able to interpret what's going on in the world now. So wow. I suppose that's really our focus. And I suppose in geography, the focus is on the interaction between the natural world and the and the human world mm-hmm. commerce I see commerce as getting students to understand their role in the world so getting them to think about them as a consumer or them as a um, you, you know participating in the legal system or them participating as an individual in the political system and then when we take those subjects into the senior school, 
with the difference between business studies and economics, it's business studies are really focused on businesses. Mm-hmm. So we really deep dive into what makes a business and why a business is important. And economics has a bigger, more global view where businesses are one element of the economy, but the consumer is really important and the government is super important. Um, we, we, and, we, and we talk about you know, national, national economies and global economies and the interrelationships between those. Right. So it's far more, when you know, my understanding of commerce and economics pretty much was around money, but it's far more than money, isn't it, or finances? Yeah, it's much more than money. It's really about being, it's, you know, I suppose it is about money to some degree. It's not really about popular culture. It's not about mm-hmm. songs and music and dance. When we talk about current issues, we, we are talking about um, political, legal, economic business issues, but it is bigger than just money. Yeah, sure. And that's, that's very interesting. I like the way you put that about our current world and how what's going on in our current world, but I guess also the impact as individuals that we have in our current world. Is that correct? Yeah, that's absolutely. So the impact that we are making on our current world, and I suppose we all really love to think that we can empower the students to be informed decision makers but also informed participants so that they can actually I think one of the things that we often talk about is that we don't want to just be talking about doom and gloom Mm -hmm. we want to be giving the girls the skills and the the confidence to be able to be to take action and to participate and to drive any future changes yeah right in a professional way is that is it is it sort of directed towards that like in business studies and commerce and economics is it directed towards a professional impact or is it more I don't know how, how, would, how would you put it just in your general I think commerce is probably more general living and thinking um, and so we're just designing a new unit of work in year nine commerce called the ethical consumer right. so how how do your decisions as a consumer um, how do they and can they how can they make a difference for a more ethical society? Business studies and economics is really thinking about about profession yeah more professionally. But I think you know anytime students think critically about these issues, they they take it on in their personal mm. life as well. Yeah, because it sort of touches on uh, social justice. Well, not just touches on social justice issues. It, it sort of takes a lot of social justice issues at TAS, doesn't it? Like it considers a lot of that. Oh, very much so. The economics course, for example, we're always talking about one, you know, one of the effects of any economic policy is the impact on, the in, on inequality. And I suppose we mostly talk about inequality when we're talking about income and wealth. So yeah. again, that going, coming back to that money, but the girls are really interested. That's a for me. That's a way to sort of tap into the things that they are really interested mm. in, and to make it real, to make these issues real for them. And also, I think that they, for me, they are really important issues. Yeah, and it's a tangible thing, isn't it? Because they're seeing these things around them, on the streets, seeing it in the news. It's not like you have to tell them this is what's going on, but they're observing these things. And would you say that you're uh, 
you know, you're delving into their own responses in some ways and their own reactions in some ways, aren't you? Yeah, and, and for example, we, we, you know, we pick up in economics in year 11 and year 12, but in year 10 geography, for example, they've, they've had a whole unit of work called um, human well-being. So we've already sort of primed them or not, maybe that's not quite the right word, but we've, we've, we've exposed them to a lot of these ideas about how to measure inequality, how to see inequality, right. what the effects of inequality, and then we might take that into in the senior studies and sort of direct that in a, in a certain way. So, and, you know, I, I, I think our students are, as I said before, they're, they're really interested in these issues and yeah. they want to see, on the whole, they want to see a fairer and a better world. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's just directing them about how we how we can think about that, what we can do about it, what are individual decisions that need to be made, and what are big structural you know what are the structural issues that create inequality. Mm. Because it sounds very, as I said before, it sounds very very different to what I did at school: <laughs> geography, map reading, and looking at weather, and and finding it quite boring in a way. But this sounds, yeah, very interesting. And has it changed? Has the course changed? Or is this something that's come from you, like in a way of addressing those issues? Or obviously, you know, you, you have, from what I know of you, you have a very strong social justice heart. So has that been something that, that you know, has been directed by you or has, has the whole curriculum changed? Think, I think there's a little bit of both, but I think the curriculum has definitely changed. Geography is much more issues-based than right. sort of rivers and capital cities and learning things yeah, off by yeah. heart. So trying to sort of discuss and analyse and dissect sort of big issues is part of our, you know, where do, where do we get our water and do we have enough water and who gets the water and yeah, right. how can we make sure that there's enough water to go around? Um, would be a year eight geography issue um, and I think but in, in commerce we've got a, quite a lot of room to sort of pick and choose where we put our focus and I suppose we in the social science it's me but it's also the other teachers do really value social justice and so we do often pick the issues pick the options that lead us down that path right. or explore that element of anything where you know when we're talking about the law of course you've got to teach about the legal institutions yeah. um but then we you know then we might ask the question you know does everyone have equal access to the yeah, law? i mean yeah. it's not a it's a very important question it's yeah. not a question that we've come up with but you know we might explore that and that might be the the thing that really gets the girls really interested yeah. in learning about you know the role of the supreme court and the yeah. high court may be interesting but then really thinking about is our law is our current legal system serving the purpose that it was designed for? Yeah. It's a much more interesting question, I yeah. think. Yeah, and it's looking, as you said at the beginning, it's looking into our world, in our current world, and our role, I guess, in the world. Is it a challenge then for some students to do that? Because I know that some there are you know, many students here who do have um, uh, quite a passion for social justice. But there are others who, you know, might not be such a big thing. Is it a challenge to get kids to think in those terms, do you find? I, I don't usually. I know, I know what you mean. I think 
you know, sometimes we get a little bit disappointed if they're not as quite as excited about it mm. as we are. Um, but I feel like as a teacher, it's just our job to, you know, if, if, if we're doing, if we're presenting something in one way and it's not working, um, it's not touching their heart or if mm. it's not getting them to think, then we come at it a di- at a different way. You know, I go away and I think about another example. Oh, you know, maybe talking about Aldi supermarkets isn't <laughs> isn't as exciting as for 18-year-olds as it is for me. Yeah. Okay, what, what business will excite them? What, what issue right. will excite them? So I feel like if we continue, we're just trying new things. We're trying to capture their imagination yeah. and their... And, and meeting them where they're at, then usually, I, mean, I can't say we succeed all the time, but I yeah. feel like we're trying yeah. to, 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 to tap into where they're at yeah. and take them to where we, sure. where we think might be a useful to place spark for the them. Flame somehow. Yeah. And how much of this is your, you know, you talked about the way in which you create lessons and so on, and the social science staff have quite a passion for social justice. How much of you coming into this area, you know, you wanting to be a teacher of social science even, has been driven by who you are and, and the things that you're passionate about, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine quite... I mean, I suppose when you come into teaching, I've come into teaching as a um, mid-career. Um, so I was, I've got an economics degree and I worked as an economist and I... I really do love economics. I love the discipline of economics, the way economists think. Um, I know people will, um, you know, economics gets rubbished a little bit, but I think that the the discipline of economics can be used in a really useful way. But I actually found work. I actually found working in a professional way as an economist pretty boring. Sitting at I'm sitting at a desk analyzing data. You know, I was fairly reasonably junior. Um, you know, I wasn't getting to use the data for policy right. implications. Um, and I was actually working for the Department of the Federal Department of Employment, Education and Training. Right. And I was like, actually, that's what I want to do. I want to be a teacher. <laughs> and wow, if I could be a teacher and still have my love of economics, that would yeah. be fantastic. And I had this slightly, I had a young family and I had a slightly crazy view that I could managed working full-time as a teacher and have small children um had that sort of perception that teachers didn't work that hard well I was (laughs) quite quickly (laughs) realized that's not true but I loved it so much that I didn't mind putting all the passion and and into it I just I love being a teacher and I think it's a much more demanding profession than than you could possibly realize Mm -hmm. from from being outside of a teacher sure um so for me I get to do both my love of economics and it's a, and teaching is, is dynamic. It's dynamic, it's changing. You know, every student in front of you is someone different. Um, whereas, you know, I can't say that about the spreadsheets I was looking at. You know, sort of <laughs> the work was relatively repetitive. Right. And, it's, and, and I don't want to put anyone off being an economist because that might really suit somebody. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you do that work for a while and then you get into a position of being able to use that data. But for me, I just my time of my life whatever it might have been i teaching was perfect yeah right and so th- and then because i and then that led me to, to to teaching social sciences and i also you know loved also then teaching geography and and commerce and business studies um for the same reason i mean i think um i think social science teachers and social sciences generally you know social justice is a big part of 
yeah. of thinking about the world and you know there's a lot of inequality out there so I think um, unpicking why we've, why that inequality exists mm. and what we can do about it is a really important I think not just for me but for social sciences sure. so, social scientists in general sure and before you said it was perfect being a teacher was a perfect job is that because you could take all this as you said this data or this knowledge that you had or this experience that you have and somehow use it to influence young minds maybe that's a pretty crude way of putting it but or, or was there something else like it was it sounded to me like you know you had all this stuff and you were thinking about all this stuff and you're thinking I've got to do something with it rather than just have it here on spreadsheets yeah, yeah that's right I mean the other thing that I my undergraduate degree, I've got a, a major in, a few, in in economics and also I've got I studied three years of psychology. Right. So I got to that point of end of third year and do I go on with the economics or do I go on with the psychology? And I chose to do an honours degree in economics. Yeah. So I've always had a love of psychology or understanding human behaviour. Mm. So... The teaching was also part of that puzzle of, yeah. of thinking about human behaviour and yeah. so it's a way of combining those things and yeah and, and putting into action in I suppose it's a bit cliched but sort of making a difference. Yeah. I feel like teachers do make a difference every day in in every interaction that they have with their students. And was there something about working with people too? Like I mean, you're obviously working with people in the department, but where you're having more sort of interaction and connection in your in your role oh absolutely i mean i think i'm a quite an extroverted person and uh, and i get my energy from being with other yeah. people and yeah so that that was really important for me i don't there's never there's never enough hours in the day i, I mean i always i never clock watch i never it's always like oh my goodness i've got to go home <laughs> now you know <laughs> it's just too much to do whereas yeah. i think in my other job you know i was like oh off a little bit of clock watching um i didn't like the work and i as i said before i did like being an economist but it just didn't fulfill all of sure all of me sure yeah to be in a role or to be in a job where would you say it's a job but it doesn't feel like a job sometimes yeah i mean i'm and i often talk about this with my colleagues you know, we'll be in the supermarket and we'll say, oh, a new marketing campaign for, some, for you know, some business. Or you'll be somewhere and you'll think, oh, that'll make a great, great teaching teaching example. Like the brain is never a social... I mean, I'm not sure about other subjects because I don't know, but, you know, our brains are never turned off. Like Because yeah. we're in the world and our subject is about the world, we're just yeah. always thinking about how we can present the world to, to our students yeah, yeah, in a way yeah. that makes them understand Yeah, no, that's it. true. I've always had this idea. I've never, ever done it. But, you know, I've been a minister now for I don't know how long and I've always thought I'll carry around a little notebook so when I have some ideas I can write those things down and put them in my talks, my sermons. Never, ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, try to remember those stories. You know, great, my great teaching moments are when I, you know, I've talked about a business, um, maybe in a business studies class I've talked about a business and you see a slight glazed look on the students in the beginning and then you know six months later they'll come in and they'll show you something they've interacted with that business or yeah. they've, they've seen an ad for that business or there's some sort of 
thing and I think, wow, they've, they're, you know, they really, they're, yeah, they're looking at the world like I, and I don't, I don't want them to look at the world in, you know, the same way that I do, but I, that they're, they're looking more deeply in the, at the yeah. world and that really, that's like one of those, oh, such a good moment. Yeah, I love that. I love what you're saying in terms of social sciences because, yeah, as I said, it's more than just the subject in itself, isn't it? Like it's, it's wanting to encourage people to look at the world and how they fit in and you were talking about politics before as well uh, and uh, I guess you know th- there'd be a lot of people who and myself probably included you know don't take the time to understand political systems and how it all works um, how important do you think that is in terms of you know we can easily see our politicians and the decisions they're making and we can easily criticise them and wish for someone better in different places. But how important is the day-to-day politics affecting the way that we live, do you think? I, I love teaching about our political systems and I often teach about it by telling stories about the politicians, like getting them to, to know the politicians. Right. So take an interesting politician, say someone like Jackie Lambie, and you know wh- where she come from, how does she ended up in parliament? Oh, she's a senator. What does it mean to be in the Senate? Yeah. Um, you know, she sits on the crossbench. What does what does it mean to be the crossbench? Um, and so, getting the students to understand our systems, and then again, you know, maybe I'll try try getting them to be excited about one political issue um, hasn't worked. Well, we'll try another one. So just trying to get them to think about the issues that that really do matter to them, and and how they can engage with the political process and political system I think it's really important especially you know everyone has to vote in Australia which Mm. is a fantastic thing Mm. and I think um, and I think also to give students a feeling that they have some power over what's being the decisions that are being made so that the ways that we 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 always teach them how they can take action how how they can participate in our political process and also, I suppose I just feel very lucky that we live in a country like Australia's, which we ha- which has a very robust democracy. Yeah. So I'd like yeah. to impart that to the students. Um, yeah. Again, not everyone will take up the take up the opportunity. You know, in, we teach that in year nine, so it's quite early in year yeah. nine. Yeah. And but hopefully we've planted some seeds that they can. They've got the seeds there that they can go away and learn a bit more later on. I think one of the things that happens is when you don't understand much or um, your understanding is a bit little little bit limited then you know engaging with the news and the, the newspaper articles and it's all just jargon and it's all boring but if we give the girls a little bit of uh, knowledge and then they go oh that's actually that's quite interesting mm. and it's a sort of a feedback yeah. mechanism so you're learning you're learning from the current affairs and the current affairs are, um, yeah. are intriguing you enough to learn more about the theory so yeah. that that's hopefully the feedback mechanism we're trying to trying to achieve yeah. and there's something exciting about knowing a bit more about it isn't there i think oh, is that that's what it means yeah i can understand that now i can yeah. see how that fits yeah you're uh we're talking before about your involvement or your passion for social justice and this year you've taken on the role as uh, a shared role as uh, the head of the rap committee in terms of our indigenous culture and uh, working towards reconciliation, 
how's, how's that come about for you? Is it just another social justice issue that you've, that's important to you? Or was there some other influence in that? I've had a very strong interest for a long time. I think it's not just another social justice issue. I think Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples are the First Nations people of our country. And mm -hmm. I think that we have not treated those people well. Um, and I think, I feel really strongly that we need to celebrate their culture and to reconcile with the harm that has come mm -hmm. to them. Um, and I suppose for me, it's been a journey of learning as much as I can. Uh, I feel like I didn't learn enough at school. Um, and, you know, we now are responsible for teaching it in the classroom. And I think I take that responsibility really seriously. So it's just a sort of a natural progression to be on the RAP committee. And then last year I had the, um, was very, very fortunate, um, Skeg sent me to a cultural immersion tour in East Arnhem Land with 14 other teachers. It was a program through the AIS there. And it was just the most amazing experience. I got to really deeply learn about country on country mm -hmm. in East Arnhem Land with the elders on a homeland. And it really just um, ignited my passion even more right. and made me realise even more that we need to celebrate this culture and respect this culture and respect the views of of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander and and to support our of course to support our Indigenous students here at Skeggs in the best way we can. Um, so that that led to that role, and I you know I certainly so, so I, I think it's a learning doing learning doing process. Yeah, yeah. That, that learning in Arnhem Land, obviously, you know, it wasn't just. Well, what was it? Was it more than just the stories that you were told? You talked about the whole experience. What, what was the experience that... Well, what, what were some of the things that you learnt just from being there? It's amazing. It was only five... It was, well, it, was, it was seven days, five days on a homeland. And just the act of sitting and being... We were, we were doing women's business, so we went out and collected the dye and the pandanus, and we dyed and and prepared the pandanus and then we sat and weaved and we just sat in sort of solidarity or in unison with the Aboriginal women on the at the homeland. We talked, we sang that you know, that they were we sang together. Um, it, it was just and it, it's it's so beautiful. And it just this sort of um, being there and living in unison on the land with with the Aboriginal people, it just went really deeply into my heart, mm. <laughs> and you know, I would, and I know it's so amazing that we're also offering that, off, offering that experience to, to the year nine, ten, and eleven mm. Skeg girls because I think it probably isn't until you're experiencing something like that that it really becomes real. Yeah. I mean, it, I've always known about the injustice in my my head, but I, yeah, and and this wasn't really about injustice. This was actually about the beauty and yeah. the. The complexity of the of the Yolngu culture, right? And my growing respect for that culture. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I like what you said about you know you you you've known about things, or you know we can we can read about things, we can get lots of information these days. But there is something different, quite different, about being with the culture and and 
experiencing it in some ways. And quite different, I'm guessing, quite very, very different to our culture, our pace of life, our yeah. everything. Yeah. We was, our classroom was um, sitting on the edge of, the, of Arnhem Bay um, and I, I had this really strong feeling, oh, this is what classrooms should look like. <laughs> you know, they should be, you know... So it was, in a way, it was only way for five days. It was a little bit of a hard adjustment to come back to being in the classroom um, because I think that in many respects we can learn a lot about that sort of traditional mm-hmm. lifestyle and traditional way of passing on knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Can you see it happening? I suppose, you know, in, in small ways, that's what we, in, in our classrooms, with our, with our field, we, we call it field work in geography, yeah. you know, actually we can't just learn everything in, yeah. in the classroom. We've got to go and be there. Um, so, you know, even in a very small way, you know, we, we, we yesterday we took our Year 12 Business Studies students to McDonald's because we're studying about McDonald's. So, you know, it's just down the road. We've got to go and be there and experience <laughs> it. It's not enough to just yeah. talk about these things yeah. all the time in the classroom. You know, we have to do most of the time. That's what we have to do. But we yeah. have to we have to take our students to, you know, our, um, you know, global and environmental studies course is taking students to Cabramatta in two yeah. weeks time. So we go there and have a look. So yeah. I think we we do try, but you know, it's really hard in our yeah. in our timetable to stop and observe and yeah. yeah I think it's, a, it's a, so much value, isn't there? Just just stopping and and watching, and we don't necessarily need. I mean, it's good to have someone giving you some direction, but just to take in and look, I think there's a lot, there's a lot to learn from that. Yeah, look and, and ask those questions and come mm. back and discuss some mm. of the things that we've seen. Yeah. Let the, sometimes just letting the, leading the girls, because they'll often see things that we don't see or they'll yeah. ask questions that we, things we take for granted. No, that's right. It's like you're encouraging the kids to, to look at the world. Yeah. And there might be information that they don't know around politics and so on, and so on. But for them to make, to for them to come to conclusions, would you say it's around the world and how it works? Yeah, I mean, one of our key skills in in geography is investigate. So mm. you know, we we're, we're thinking about well, how can we investigate? What are our ways to investigate? And observation is a really really mm. powerful one. Yeah. Let's say they don't go into a career of social science or economics or commerce or whatever but as they go out into the world what would you want social science to have done for them I I think to feel confident that they understand the world and they have a rightful place in the world right they can take their place in the world and understand it that they can you know go to dinner or and and talk with with confidence about about the world but I suppose my way of thinking is that I always want to be making the world a better place. Yeah, right. So, so then you have to know what the world is like now to make it better, and they have to think about what better means. And that's probably going to be different for different people. But I suppose with that social justice lens, my better might think might be that you know we're that we all. Um, have a higher that we all have a higher or more equal standard of living mm-hmm. um, that the planet is more sustainable yeah. that we respect you know indigenous culture more yeah. so I think you know no matter you know what career where you know 
whatever you do in the world, in every little part of your life, you can act to make, you know, do you put, do you put your rubbish in the recycling? That's making the world a better place. Um, so I think it would be just that, just trying in each thing that we do to make the world better, mm. which and it's quite hard. I mean, I don't, not sure that our, my generation has certainly mm. hasn't left the world in a better place yeah. for, our, for the younger people. So I can understand why they are a bit cranky about that. And, you know, <laughs> why should we have to make the world better? Yeah. You, you know, they'll, yeah. I mean, I personally might think that I've made, trying to make the world a better place, but I think on the whole, my generation hasn't made the world a better place mm. for them. Um, so I suppose it's individual, but I think also we don't want to put too much individual guilt on people because I think it's a, often these need systemic changes. Yeah. We need the government to change the, you know, the way we're using renewable or non-renewable yeah. resources, for example. So, so you know, if you're, you may not work as a social scientist, you might work as an engineer, but you might be working to, you know, there's so much opportunity now in the in the environmental renewable sector. Yeah. You know, everything you do might be might be towards that goal of making yeah. the world a better place. Yeah. And the word social, you know, just as you were talking then, the word social, looking out and looking at the world and making it better. But if people don't look socially, <laughs> and there is that opportunity for us just to be you know, individualistic and look for ourselves and what is better for us, yeah. you know, th- that's what you're battling sometimes, isn't it? When you talk about the idea of better, and it sounded to me like you don't want to push this idea or tell someone what is better, but if someone's sight is just on what is the best thing for me, it's a tough thing, don't you reckon? It is tough, but I feel so... I, I feel like the, the girls here at Skeggs are ready to... They, they want to learn more about mm. what make what is better. They, yeah. I, I don't come across that too often. Um, and we have we might have good discussions and sometimes there's more than one way to think I mean I, I yeah. don't want to tell I really really much more importantly want to get the girls to be critical thinkers than to certainly yeah. don't want them to sort yeah. of replicate how I'm thinking yeah. um, so I think m- my teaching methodology would be that to, to open up a, an issue and to get them to think deeply yeah. about it and I feel like when they think deeply about something and they and, and then some, if sometimes it touches their heart that they will come down on the side yeah. of, of social justice and, yeah. and what's better. And, and that's, that is better, isn't it? Rather than just being told this is better. Yeah. Oh, the girls here, will, they, won't, they, they don't want to just be told. No. I don't think. But getting the parts yeah. and for them to look at the parts and go, well, how does all this fit in? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... And sometimes it's just about telling the whole story. Sometimes, it, say with economics, for example, we can tell a story about, you know, economic growth and uninfla- uh, unemployment and inflation. But if you don't put the story about inequality in there, then you're not telling the whole story. Yeah. So maybe my job is just to make sure that I tell the whole that, that we that we look at the whole story, um, rather than just the sort of more popular parts or yeah, the parts right. that, the, that the media might look at. Yeah. So it might be just opening it up yeah. rather than telling them what to sure. think or to what to do. Sure. And that's tricky too, isn't it? Like getting the, the whole story. Yeah. Because you, it would be easy just to pick up a story from the news and go, look what happened. Yeah. But to, yeah, it's almost like encouraging, um, I was going to say empathy, but it's not really empathy. It's more sort of understanding. 
where yeah. where different people are coming from. Yeah. Yeah, I, and again, I, I don't. I find that I, that's. I don't find I, ha- I have resistance to that. Yeah. That actually telling a human story is often makes things more real for the students. Yeah, right. And it sort of opens them up to learning. That's great. Yeah. Makes me want to do social science again <laughs> instead of just what I did. Well, I think, I mean, I personally think everyone should study economics <laughs> because it really does unlock unlock the world. Um, and it's, interestingly, the new commerce syllabus has, uh, has is asking us to, to introduce elements of economic thinking much earlier. You're so right. there's there's more units about economic or economic thinking. I think when you, as soon as you label something economics, people think, "Oh, that's hard," or "That's difficult," yeah. or "That's boring." Yeah. Um, but I think if we think about it as economic thinking, um, a bit earlier on, and so more students have exposure to to economic ways of thinking. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you very much, Zoe. It's been lovely talking to you and finding out even more than what <laughs> I did in that car trip. But the more and more I talk about these subjects, the different subjects with people, I find out so much more than just the flat basis of what I think it is to, you know, there's this real human side of it and this real, you know, the things which I think, yeah, that's so inspiring. Well, thank you again. And thanks everyone for listening. If you've got any questions for Zoe about commerce or economics or geography, any of the social sciences, the rap committee, a whole bunch of other stuff that, that she does. By all means, you can contact her or contact me. Hope you've enjoyed listening and hope to see you around. See you later. Bye.